Hello again. His name was Monsignor Cornelius Brennan. He was my pastor at St. Margaret's Church in Narbeth, Pennsylvania, a small borough town outside of Philadelphia. Twice a year, Monsignor Brennan came into each classroom at the parish's school to distribute report cards to every grade school children, child. How often do I recall those days as my classmates and I waited, often in fear and trembling, not so much about our academic grades, but about our character marks. God help me if I got anything less than a B in self-control or obedience. Almost every time in the eight years I attended St. Margaret's School, when Senior Brennan offered various remarks about wisdom, how often did I hear him say, Mr. Gillespie, if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. And then, as he was about to walk out the door to his next classroom visit, Monsignor recited a verse from Henry Wadsworth's Longfellow, The Psalm of Life. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream, for the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. Dust thou art, to dust returnest, was not spoken of the soul. Folks, today's psalm and first reading highlight the significant theme of wisdom in the Bible. Certainly, the psalm response, the mouth of the just murmurs wisdom, reinforces the reading from Kings, in which we hear of the encounter between the Queen of Sheba and Solomon. Their meeting reveals profound lessons about the pursuit of wisdom and the recognition of God's blessing in our lives. The story unfolds as the Queen of Sheba, having heard of Solomon's wisdom and the prosperity of his kingdom, embarks on a journey to test the report she has heard. Her visit is not merely a diplomatic mission or a quest for wealth. It is a pilgrimage of the heart, a journey fueled by a deep desire to seek wisdom from the renowned king. Upon her arrival, we see the splendor of Solomon's kingdom and the excellence of his wisdom on full display. The queen is left breathless, and her words in verse 9 echo the awe that fills her heart. Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delighted in you and set you on the throne of Israel, because the Lord loved Israel forever. He has made you king, that you may execute justice and righteousness. Unquote. The Queen of Sheba's journey teaches us about the importance of seeking wisdom in our own lives. We may embark on various quests, some for success, some for fulfillment, and others for knowledge. Yet the ultimate quest should be for the wisdom that comes from above, the wisdom that aligns our hearts with God's purpose. Besides Solomon, the Bible often presents us with prophets and other figures who embody wisdom. The ultimate embodiment of wisdom, of course, is the person of Jesus Christ. In Colossians chapter 2, we hear, It is written that Christ all are hidden, all the treasures of wisdom and, and knowledge. Jesus, the Word made flesh, personifies divine wisdom. His teachings, such as in today's gospel, as well as his parables and actions, provide us with, a, with blueprints for wise behavior. On another note, our Christian tradition informs 
as it has been by Greek philosophers, is imbued with writings about wisdom. The ancient Greeks considered wisdom to be an important virtue. Apollo was considered a god of wisdom, designated as the conductor of the muses, who were personifications of the sciences and of the inspired and poetic arts. The goddess Anthena was portrayed as a wise, strong, fair, merciful, and chaste goddess. Meanwhile, the philosophers Socrates and Plato saw philosophy as literally the love of wisdom, philosophia. This permeates Plato's dialogues. In the Republic, the leaders of his proposed utopia are philosopher kings who understand the form of the good and possess the courage to act accordingly. Aristotle, meanwhile, in metaphysics, defined wisdom as understanding why things are a certain way, that is, causality, which is deeper than merely knowing things are a certain way. Finally, some years ago, while visiting Athens, I took a photo of Plato with the goddess Athena on his shoulder and of Socrates with the goddess Apollo on his shoulder. I found these images appropriate as they signified the movement from the Greek gods who portrayed wisdom to that of human thought searching for wisdom. A link to these photos may be found next to today's homily link. Folks, do we not, in our own way, Whatever our age, do we not, like the Queen of Sheba, seek wisdom? And do we not at time find it when we are reminded of the reality of our lives and death in Christ? For dust thou art, to dust thou returnest, was not spoken of the soul.